From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I think Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, feels like uh, two degrees right now. It is going to drop this afternoon. Going to feel like minus six. Cloudy, windy, chance of flurries. Bro, it was windy out this morning. And raining. Yeah, a lot of rain. And this is the time of year where, like, it's cold in your car or hot in your car, and you just can't match on your windshield. It gets all foggy and stuff, and you can't. It doesn't happen in my car. That only happens in yours. Why doesn't it happen in yours? I don't know. Maybe you don't know how to use. I I know how to. I know how to heating and all the controls in your. I know how to ride my dials, baby. I don't know how to ride my dials. No, it shows. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounded funny, right? It like, really I, did. Like, I don't. I have bravo, no bravo. idea. I don't know bravo. what that meant. Joke. But it sounded like a great diss. Bravo, bravo, uh, yeah, bravo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't have that. Uh, I don't have that problem where I get all I get all fogged up. I get I get I get condensation problems mm. sometimes. I had that last week, but other than that, no smooth. What like water's baby. pooling in your car? No, not in my pooling? car. Pooling. Do you understand what condensation means? Yeah, pooling. No. No, it doesn't. No, that's not... No. Like, we have condensation on the windows of our condo, and it So is your condo like, flooded then? No, but on the windowsill... Okay, on so window it's not pooling. No, but yeah. on the windowsill, there's water that pools. There's, like, puddles. Sure, yeah, but you can... You gotta fix that, man. You shouldn't that's have... It's a humidity problem. Yeah. We bought little humidifiers. We stick them in the window. They don't do a thing. Humidifiers? Or dehumidifiers. Well, uh, <laughs> I was gonna I say, that's... Uh, I, yeah. I, I can guarantee you I know what the I problem is. Yeah, yeah, solved... <laughs> He's closed, Watson. Another one. Man, I'd be so rich if I was your HVAC guy. Call the mayor, solve that one in record time. Man, my invoices would be so high. <laughs> Could you imagine if you got paid to solve all Maury's problems? Oh, you my God. Be so wealthy. I would have been retired by You'd now. Retired. Uh, <laughs> retired. I'd have staff. Oh. <laughs> I'd be able to I'd have it's staff. Like, you I really, feel like this is the only account that we have, you really, could. and the only one that we need. Uh huh. The switch was off. <laughs> <laughs> the other one makes the water hot. <laughs> that would be seven hundred dollars, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Plus labor. This one's for the left foot. This one's for the right. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so yep. the condo's fine then. You no. Know. <laughs> oh. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Brock in Kingston, Ontario. How are you? It's Razamoka. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys? Good, Good man. man. Uh, Brock, welcome to Razamoka's Hell of a Story. Where and when does your hell of a story take place? Okay, so we're going to go back to the year 2002 when uh, I was about eight years old. Oakville, Ontario. Okay. Uh, Sheridan College specifically, if you guys are familiar. Yeah, my brother went to Sheridan College. Okay, so my dad worked at Sheridan for uh, many years. 
And uh, I don't know if you remember back in 2002, the, the Queen of England, she was uh, coming across Canada doing one of her big tours like she was like the tragically hip or something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so what did your what did your old man do for Sheridan College? He was a professor? He was a, a maintenance guy. Okay, so your old man was working at uh, Sheridan College in Oakville. And the queen was doing one of her big tours that the royals always do when they show up in their white gloves and then everybody in Canada loses their mind and we all kiss their ass and all this other stuff, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So what so happened? I was in like the second grade. My dad was like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm going to pull you out of school. You might have a chance to meet the queen. <laughs> so yeah. he, he pulls me out of school and I kind of like hang around all day. And uh, I'm standing in a crowd amongst, uh, like it seems like thousands of people. And all of a sudden he comes running and he grabs me. Uh, and we sneak off into what, what I'm pretty sure is like the college bar that they had turned into like, all, to make it look like some sort of fine dining facility. <laughs> like the and, pub? Yeah, the pub. I'm pretty sure it's called the cage or something like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we instantly just start stealing the plates and the forks and the knives that she had there uh, amongst napkins. And basically anything that the queen touched, uh, we, we stole that day. Who, you and your old man? <laughs> Me and my old man. And you're eight that. years old? Okay, I so hold on. respect that. So the queen and her squad, like, they had gone to the cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? The Sheridan College bar, the pub, and they ate and then they left, and you and your father went and stole all the, the dining ware and cutlery? Oh, yeah. We, like, Ocean's at 11, that whole thing. Okay. Like, we were in and out so quick. Nobody even knew. Uh, but, but, guys, that's not even the best part. Oh. So when the queen goes anywhere, yeah. uh, apparently they have to install, like, a toilet specifically for her. What do you mean? Um, and this is a... Uh, they had to install a toilet, like, just for the Queen's arrival at Sheridan College. Like a brand new toilet in an existing bathroom, or they had to build a whole new bathroom? They had to build a, a whole new bathroom oh for the Queen. Like, what? And you can ask anyone, you can ask your listeners, anyone who's gone to Sheridan College can vouch for me on this. There's a washroom that people know is the Queen's washroom. Yeah. Um, is a huge ordeal for my family, because my dad got my mom to help design it. My, what? They went out and they, they picked out the toilet. They picked out the whole decor for everything. So after we after after we 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 borrowed the uh, cutlery and everything like that, we went upstairs and uh, my dad grabbed the toilet seat that we uh, <sighs> we're, we're like ninety percent sure the queen used that day, <laughs> and we, we took that too. Oh, bro! <laughs> Hold on. What kind of toilet? Is like a fancy toilet, like uh, or just like a straight up just from Home Depot, like American Standard? You know what? It actually is an American Standard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So wait a second. So your old man, uh, right? Um, now, is is your old man like a fan of the Queen, or is your old man an opportunist? Uh, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, I guess. Okay, okay. So I get this. Like, I get the opportunist aspect of all of this, right? Where, hey, maybe this might be worth something someday. This uh -huh. might be, this toilet seat and cutlery right here might be my ticket at a middle class. Sure. Like, I understand that mentality from a dad's point of view, right? So you guys get the cutlery, and, uh, and he lifts the toilet seat out of the bathroom that he had to build, that they had built specifically for the queen. So where is this stuff now? 
Oh, the toilet seat we have hanging down in my father's basement. Uh, he lives there like a saga now. Yeah. Like, okay. And people okay. see heads on the wall. Boys, yeah. we got we got the toilet seat right now, there, right behind the bar. Is it in a frame or is it just like you, you put like a nail in the wall and it's hung the seat on that? I wish I could tell you it's framed. No, it's it's a nail. Well, it's actually a screw, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Okay. So the cutlery now, right? Was that ever cleaned or is it still dirty from 2002? Uh, still in a Ziploc bag uh, that we keep, <laughs> that no! we keep in a drawer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> has not been cleaned. So technically, we could clone her. I don't know. Maybe. But don't you know. don't even know if the specific cutlery you have. Oh, we know. Oh. She was sitting at the head of the table. Oh. We we made sure of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Wow! Did she finish everything she ate? Uh, I mean, there was still some scraps around. We didn't. We, we didn't take the food, guys. We're you not didn't. that weird. Okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Damn. So the the Queen's bathroom still exists there at Sheridan College, and people are allowed to use it, no problem. Or is it like a piece I, of history? I think now? it's one of those things. Like if you know, you know. Oh. Um, but- so there's no sign. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's like a sign that it's like the queen once pooped here or something, you know? Wow. Do you think she went number two? I'm, Probably. I mean, eating, hey. Eating all, eating all that pub food, right? You go for yeah, you, I mean, you, you go for dinner to a place called The Cage. You're going to number two before you leave the building. <laughs> yeah, you have all read the book. Everybody poops, all right? The fish and chips from there. Wow. Yeah. Now, the best part is, yeah. is I did end up meeting her at the end of this day, too. So no, we you did. I did. I did. I'm not hand to God, not lying. Uh, my dad rushes all this stuff to his office. Then he quickly like brings me out to the front of Sheridan College where there's like a bunch of people waiting by a limo. He plops me as like the last person by the limo. Some lady gives me flowers and I don't know, it was on CTV or something back in the day. I have a screenshot of uh, me giving the queen the flowers. She shook my hand told me I was a cute young man, and, and on her merry way, she went. Wow, dude. Damn, what a day. Bro. What a day. Holy committing robbery and meeting the queen. <laughs> Number one dad, right? Number one dad. Number one dad, man. I love those dad stories. Uh, Brock, so great. that was quite the adventure and one hell of a story. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Right Take care, on, brother. Man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Argos! Argos! Great Cup celebration took place yesterday at Maple Leaf Square. Dammit, Maury was there. Maury, damn it, Maury almost passing away right now. Can't even yell Argos without wheezing. <laughs> uh, Maury was out there talking Picture to fans. Of health, hanging out in- with athletes. Including Argos MVP, Enoch Muamba. It's great. We won the cup! We won the cup! We won the cup! Why was it important for you to be here today to celebrate the Argos? Well, we've been watching them all season. We've watched them overcome all kinds of uh, obstacles. And it's just amazing to be here, you know, getting ready to hoist the uh, cup. We're celebrating the Argos, the rally. The trophy's going to be here. The cup's going to be here. How do you feel? I feel great. I shouldn't be here, but I feel great. <laughs> I'll be at work. But you know what? They should give you the day off. Yeah, yeah. This team means everything to me. This team has meant so much to me all the time. And the what? Just love the Argos. Dude, all right, I think there's only one way to celebrate the Argos win, and it's for you to blow that darn horn. Oh, How cool is this? What did it mean to you? Jeez. Awesome! We won the cup! We are the underdogs, but right now, we are the champs! Let's go, Toronto Okay. Here he comes, the MVP, most valuable Canadian, Enoch Moambo. How are you? 
Doing great. Doing great. Oh, my God. Dude, congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm just blessed to be here amongst the Sea of Blue. I love a sea of blue. I love a sea of blue. What an incredible victory. So super cool. But who was the first person you texted or called after the win? Man, I tried to find my wife. I remember, um, you know, they were leading me to the stage because they were about to give me the trophies. And uh, I was just screaming around, where's my wife? Where's my wife? My voice is still gone from the game. The entire country saw your emotion, you know, when you're given, there's the Grey Cup two trophies like and you're bawling and the emotion was absolutely palpable you're a cute crier not an mm-hmm. ugly crier <laughs> but I, listen so this is we got to put this out there i thought it was pretty ugly i didn't know how bad it was looking why did you know it was not an ugly cry oh man i'll take that compliment but i i looked at one of my teammates you know sean oakman he wears number two and he was bawling and i was like oh my goodness i hope my face is not looking like his <laughs> I started looking at pictures, I was like, oh my gosh. But, you know, it it was genuine, it was real. These fans, it's cold here. So many fans, hundreds of fans. It's not cold enough. It's not cold enough. Okay, blah, 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 I'm freezing. (laughs) Hundreds of fans came out for this rally today to celebrate you guys. What do you want to say to the fans? It's super special, but I want to say a huge thank you. A huge thank you, man. Like, we don't do what we do for no reason, but this is the reason why we do it. We went to Regina and we were able to do that. All we were thinking about were our fans, our supporters, and for them to show out the way that they did, man, we just hope that we made them proud. Where's the ring? Man, it can't be that fast. We got to take some process. We got to. We wanted to see the ring. We got we got to we got to design it first and everything. So um, we'll get to that. Very good. Congratulations, Canada loves you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, everybody. Argos. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Uh, I could be better. Okay, stop everything. What's your name? Uh, Lena. How old are you, Lena? I'm 24. Lena sent this text. Hey, Razamoka, I took a shot this morning and asked this guy out that I liked, and I got shut down. No. I could really use a pick-me-up. So, Lena, um, first yeah. of all, sending you a ton of love. Oh, thank you. Keep that head up. So, who's the guy, how long have you known him, and what made you decide to shoot your shot right now? Okay, so, basically, so I work as a manager at a bakery, and um, the guy is actually one of the our suppliers, like, he's the delivery driver. Okay. So, I've known him for, like, maybe eight months now, mm-hmm. and I was involved, like, with somebody else for a while, but recently just got out of... Um, that relationship like three months ago and so within the last three months like we've kind of been like flirting a little bit and we've like chit-chatted and like got to know each other a little bit more and then I found out from my boss that um, we'd actually might switch suppliers come the new year so like after Christmas like this guy would be no longer so I'm like okay it's kind of a now Now or or never never. thing yeah and I didn't really want to break the professional boundary because, like, I don't try to mix, like, work and personal life. But yeah. because we are probably switching, I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, like, now's the time. So I just asked him this morning, like, the last few weeks I've been kind of, like, laying the groundwork to try to get a feel of, like, is this one-sided? Yeah. Is this whatever? And then, um, yeah, so this morning I asked him if he was single. And I asked him, you know, if I could maybe give him give him my number. And he basically said that uh, he is single, but he's kind of married to his work. He works six days a week, 
the lawn day that he has off, he uses it for a lot of like, you know, stuff around the house. And he's got a lot on his plate with his family and like the company that he, he said all of this. Jeez. He, he said, really he doesn't want to go out with you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. Well, thanks, Roz. Thanks. <laughs> she already feeling bad about herself. I'm just I'm just saying, OK, you don't go start going through the laundry list. I, yeah. You're, right? you're not giving your, your weekly schedule you, you, like my like, oh, uh, you have my eczema. My, like, like, OK, like. <laughs> Like that is like guys will just excuse after excuse yeah. after excuse after excuse to instead of doing the one thing you should do and that guys have the hardest part of doing, which is just simply telling the truth. Right. And I, he was probably trying to maybe spare your feelings. But I find yeah. it weird that you guys were flirty. Um, and like when, when you say flirty, like give me give us an example of flirty, like playful banter where we would have like he'd tell me about like his work and then like i tell him about like some of like my work issues and then it would just cross into that oh like oh how's your day going like mm-hmm. okay he'd ask me about like how was your weekend like last week um i was telling him about one of the my staff members and how like we had had not an incident but like she ended up crying at work and he's like wow what a like hateful manager you are you're making your staff cry and just was like extremely poke fun to the point where I'm like, he's definitely flirting. But maybe, maybe he was just being friendly. This is you, you as a woman should be well aware of this situation. Okay. Which Uh is, which is why can't I just be nice to somebody without them thinking that I'm flirting? Oh no, I am fully, fully aware. Like, like I said, it's been, it's just the rapport between us has been different the last month ish versus the last eight months. And you, we've you didn't been know, friendly. and you didn't know, and you just wanted to shoot your shot, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm kind of the person that it's like you don't know until you ask. Absolutely, I'm with but you on that. And, and I and I think that and I think that very few people do what you did. I think that there is it's so rare these days for somebody to sort of build that rapport and then build the courage yeah. that it takes to walk up to somebody and look them in the face and ask them out and risk rejection to your face we're so used to swiping and just unfriending and blocking and all this stuff it like it takes super courage what you did wait so lena now uh with only a few weeks left of 2022 do you still have to like on the daily or every other day or at least on a weekly basis see this guy yeah like i have to see him like once a week you took your shot. Yeah, and we will applaud you for that, right? okay? Because no shame be surprised. In that. No Ye- shame whatsoever. Years ago, one of the great things about doing this show was we would talk to so many people on a Monday where they would have stories similar to this where they, shot, they, they, they took their shot over the weekend and it either worked out or it didn't work out. But getting to, to know people through that sort of vulnerable moment in their lives was, was something that we miss greatly because mm-hmm. we don't get those stories anymore. We don't get somebody who, you know, sort of started flirting with somebody that was at work or like sort of close to work or whatever it was and built that rapport and then you build the confidence and you build the courage and you sit around for like a day and a half figuring out exactly what you're going to say and how you're going to say it and then you crash and burn we don't yeah. we don't have these conversations anymore and i miss them so thank you so much for bringing this back to the show hey uh lena before we let you go uh working yeah. at a bakery you make a lot of dough <laughs> uh not as much as i'd like to be honest <laughs> 
I had I'm, that joke ready to go. I'm, I'm actually surprised that I was even able to have this conversation because I, the idea of, you know, flirting with somebody and asking them out and being rejected is just so foreign to me that I'm surprised oh. with myself. I'm surprised oh. with myself oh. that I even had something to say. Okay. Right? Okay. So applaud me. Yay, no. Ron. Love you lots, Lena. Thanks very much. Yeah, have a great day. Before I lose you guys, can I tell you, like, who's my favorite is? Yeah, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? So this is, like, a little bit of a, a complicated answer. But, like, I've been thinking about this for so, so, so long. Because I've been binging the podcast. And, like, I just surpassed episode 100. Okay. Um, By the way, they, just just so you know, Roz has, like, so much confidence right now. <laughs> He's, like, literally bouncing in his chair and has the biggest <laughs> smile on his face. Honestly, like, the more, like, I've thought about it, uh, Roz is my favorite. Um, because he's just like, like filled with like so much advice. I relate to him. Like my, the way that I was raised is very similar to like the views that Roz has. So a lot of like the advice that he gives and the things that he says and like his opinions on things are very similar to my own. Girl, and then have also, this phone call. He was dissing you so hard. <laughs> I know, I know. But then that's part of the reason why I love Roz so much. And then like also Roz is just like my type. <laughs> Well, like, I'm trying to find a Roz, but, like, now. Go for it. Shoot your shot right now. Go for it. Go for it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Roz, come on. Like, I know that you love to cook, but, like, I can match you in the kitchen. Like, I'm a professional chef. Girl, I got this ingrown toenail I got to take care of. It's going to take, like, a while. Keep trying, Lena. Roz, you're not married yet. Yeah, right? Like, this really doesn't mean I can't her. Love you lots, Lena. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Cole, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. Um, Damn, man, you sound super young. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 21. Right. So what's going on? What happened? Um, So basically, I'm a new dad. And I kind of just really screwed up. (laughs) (laughs) Huge mistake, I guess. Huge mistake. So you wrote us this, Cole. Razamoka fixed my life. I just had a newborn baby. And I'm engaged to my fiancé. However, I've cheated on my fiancé not once but five times. Also, not physically. I texted girls and was caught five times while she was pregnant. Now I'm kicked out of our apartment, but we are working towards fixing things for our relationship and for our daughter. Any suggestions on how I can make things better with her? Wow. How old are you? You're what? 21? That is correct. How We're old both the, 21. You're both 21. And how mm-hmm. old is the baby? Six months, uh, December 13th. Who are the girls? Yeah. Who are the girls that you were texting? Are they friends of yours? No, they were just like random people. And whenever I did it, it was mostly like, I was just drinking. Okay, but where? Well, when you say random people, like where did you meet them? Like through an app, through Instagram, through Snapchat? Where it was, it would have been like Instagram or something like that, or Snapchat. That was like where she would have found it. Okay, and okay. and what were you saying to these girls? These girls obviously didn't know that you were about to be a father, uh, and didn't know that you were engaged. I was correct. Yeah. So what I was doing was I was like in like flirty talk. So like, I guess I was saying like certain things that were not right to be saying to another female while in a relationship, especially while being engaged. Okay. And you were, <laughs> and you were the one that st- always started the conversation or would they start the conversation and you just kept it going? It was me. And, and so your fiance saw all these, right? Correct. Okay. And then you probably freaked out, right? Yep. I yeah. 
kind of denied it at first, yeah. but then afterwards I owned up to it. So was this like all at once five times? Like she caught you talking no. to five different women or she caught you once. You said you'd never do it again. Then you did it again. She caught you again. Yeah. Then you did it again. So this was five different times. It was all like, for, so for example, I go like three months yeah. and then I wouldn't do it. And then it just, it's like, it's like I drink one night and then boom. Okay. So first of all, you got to stop drinking then, dude. Yes. Okay. <laughs> like it's, it's not the texting. It's the drinking, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now when she reads this and not that it matters in any way, but when she reads yeah. this, is she reading you writing other women stuff like you look hot or, 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 or is she reading stuff like, oh my God, what I would do? Or is she reading stuff like, do you think you would? All of it. All, All of, of it? it? Oh my god. So oh. so you're like you you are basically you are writing stuff that she read where it seemed like you were actively trying to hook up with these girls. Correct. And that's why so on the third occasion, um she thought I actually did. Yeah. But I didn't. Now the reason why she thought I did was because of the way this, the texts were situated. So that's why it seemed like I did. Have you yeah. sent any of those girls like nudes or anything like that or received yeah. from them? Yeah, were there pictures? I've never sent, but I've received. Now, were you asking for them? Thank you. That was going to be my question. Um, no, I wouldn't say I was asking. It was more like it just like the flirtation talk just kind of got to it. So what so, would you say that would then entice them or have them respond with a pic? So basically, I would just blunt out say like, because I was drunk and I, and I didn't care. I was just like, you trying to, you trying to, and that was it. And then it would just go from there. And then the conversation would just get larger and larger and larger and larger. And then because I pass out drunk, my, oh my, my God. Would check, okay. Yeah, so, my so phone, wait a second. So you, you would pass out drunk and she would just like, look at your phone, like what you were doing while you were hammered. Correct, bro. Okay. So Cole, you messed bro. up, bro. Big time. You're going to get zero sympathy yeah. from us over here. Number one, stop drinking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this a problem? Like, I mean, it's a problem for it something. Is. Yeah. It is. is it, it? like, it are you is. drinking problem, excessively? I need help with it. Okay. I need so, help with it. so you recognize that. Are you getting the help? Have you started that journey yet? To be honest, I can't afford it. <laughs> I don't, I don't even, I look around for programs and they just like, they don't want to help. Bro. Find, find somebody who's been there. Go to a meeting. My dad is really big on, on it with me. And so is my mom. Yeah. Which is, it, 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 it'll uh, it's honestly you don't you don't need sort of some sort of like impatient treatment the first thing you can do is just go a day without drinking yeah and it's hard and as hell i have been it's hard i have as hell. been i have been i have been okay which i can say that and we have been seeing each other which is going really well and she she notices that that i've been like changing as well so that's the good news you need you need to not you need to not make this about i i got caught texting and flirting if if you want to show her that this isn't going to happen again it's not your word that it, that you're not going to start texting people you know and asking for nudes you're what you need yeah. is you need to tell her that you're not going to drink i agree i agree <laughs> and also do me a favor cole just for the next little while, delete all those apps off your phone. Yeah, social media is not worth it because at the end of the day, like it just Bro, causes. It's trouble. not the it, dude. It's not the app. Yeah. Delete them. Yes, <laughs> delete me, them. Delete me, them. Me. Delete them. It's not the app. It's you. You have a six-month-old daughter that needs her father. 
and needs her yep. father to be like in a good space. Yeah. To be I able agree. to raise her, to be able to provide for her. Find okay. somebody, find somebody you can talk to who's been there. That's how this, that's yeah. step one, man. Right. Well, sorry. Step one is admitting you have a problem. Yes. <laughs> that is the biggest problem. And then, and then you gotta, and then you gotta, you gotta find somebody who's been there who can help you through this, that you can call. Yeah. Okay, all right, buddy. brother. All the best, man. All right. All the best. You guys have a great one. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Breaking news. What's that? One month till Christmas Day. Is that really breaking? Wouldn't it be? No. It wasn't nuts. It's not like today was unexpected. No, but I think it's unexpected that people know it's the 25th. No, but you don't say break. You break news when something is like happening right now in the moment. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what breaking news is. No, but this is not breaking news. The date? No, that it's one month till Christmas, not the date. The, the, you but know, you're you're breaking the news that it's the that it's November twenty fifth. Is your breaking news, which we all knew was coming forever. Yeah, but did you know it was today? Yes. Did you also know that it was one month till Christmas? Yes. Do you assume everybody, everybody does? Knows? Do you? Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, breaking news. Yeah, fully. Fully. I, I thought that was cool. Cool? Man, you it like... It got me festive. That says so much more. Mm-hmm. What, really that I'm does. loving and warm no, and fuzzy? No, it says so much that you think that figuring out all on your own that today was November 25th is cool. You know when I thought about this? When? This morning in the shower, and I'm like, I'm going to come in. I'm going to do breaking news. Yeah. I bet you we could go back in the history of the show, Maury, where you do the same thing every single year, mm-hmm. where you say the same thing every single year, and every year you surprise yourself with it, mm-hmm. and it's so entertaining to watch. Every year. Oh, my God, guys. One month till Christmas. Mm-hmm. My favorite is when Maury is when it's like the summer, and he's like, guys, six months till Christmas. Oh, every get, June. You get angry at that yeah. point. Yeah. Every, every yeah. June 24th, yeah. he mentions six oh, months yeah. until Christmas yeah. Eve, and then yeah. June 25th. I know. He doesn't even do six months till Christmas. He does six months till Christmas <laughs> Eve. <laughs> Who the hell cares about that? Yeah. How is that relevant to anybody? Why didn't you do that breaking news yesterday? Because it's not relevant to anybody. But then why do you Although, do six months until yeah. Christmas Eve? When you do that in June. Because I'm worried that I'm going to forget the next day that it's Christmas Mm, Day. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. So breaking news. Although I would say some people care about Christmas Eve because they'll have their their dinner then. Yeah, sure. Yeah, people People care. I'm not saying people don't care about Christmas Eve. But I'm saying people people don't care about Christmas Eve in June. (laughs) (laughs) People eat dinner every night. I mean, I'm the the biggest fan of Christmas. So anything I can celebrate about Christmas, I'm there. I don't think you're the biggest. No, no. I don't know if you're the biggest yet. Yeah, I mean, compared that. to Mariah, sure. Well, no, we but I, I, would no. Say, I would say there's a lot of people that are mm-hmm. bigger. You're fans. a fan of Christmas. You're allowed yeah. to be a fan, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. you can't come in here and be like, "I'm the biggest." Yeah. Then prove it. Show us the receipts. Yeah. What makes you the biggest fan of Christmas? Mm-hmm. That, I'm that you like it. Up, that, that, that you're like excited. Yes, that I put, I'm excited okay. to put up okay. the tree. So what we've learned now is Maury likes Christmas. Breaking news. Breaking news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I just saw a picture of Owen Wilson mm-hmm. dressed up as, uh, I guess they're doing a movie sort of based off Bob Ross. Really? Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, is he playing I, Bob Ross? I think he's playing a a uh, a version. Uh, it's, his name isn't Bob Ross, but he looks exactly like Bob Ross, and it's a guy named Carl Nargle. 
<laughs> who, okay. uh, who has hosted the top painting show in Vermont for nearly three decades, they say, according to the plot summary. But if you look at Owen Wilson, he like they've dressed him up to look identical here. to Bob Ross. Oh, come on. This is Bob <laughs> Ross. I'm looking at this photo right now. Like everything about Owen yeah. Wilson here yeah. is Bob Ross. Like the pants, yes. the belt, the shirt. Right? Yes. But I guess they don't want to say Bob Ross because then people are going to think it's some sort of biography. I, I guess. The beard, the I hair. Guess. Everything you know about this is You know Bob what I Ross. didn't know? That when what? Bob Ross died, he was only 52. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Wow, he died in 1995 at 52. I always God, thought he... Bob Ross was black. Did you really? That's the or, hair. Or like, or like half or yeah, something? Mixed, yeah, mixed. Yeah, the hair. Huh. Yeah. Was he yeah. famous when he was alive or more famous after? I mean, I used to watch Bob Ross like I when he was alive. When did he die? 95. I used to watch Bob Ross when we were in yeah. high school. We'd like always come I, home and people would be like, oh my God, Bob Ross, Bob Ross. Really? I only started learning about him after when there was like the Chia pet of him. Oh, really? Oh, no, no. Bob Ross was like a cultural icon when on, on PBS when like I was in high school. People were like obsessed with Bob Ross. I only That's why I find of, it funny. My kid is now obsessed with Bob Ross. I only knew right? Bob Ross like, wait, I think maybe after he died. Really? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I oh, no, no. We always used to watch Bob Ross. So it said uh, the film centers around Carl Nargle, mm -hmm. who has hosted the top uh, painting show in Vermont for nearly three decades. This is according to the plot summary. The station, however, hires a new painter to revitalize the channel, Ooh. and Carl starts debuting his talents as a painter. Uh, paint was written and directed by Britt Adams, who is making his feature film directorial debut. See, Bob Ross really was from say. Daytona Beach, so even they changed where he where this character's from. Yeah. Well, no, but he didn't paint. That's not where he worked, though. He didn't, that's he where didn't, he lived. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, the Battle of the Painters, huh? Yeah. There's a so great... is it a comedy? It's a comedy? I guess It's so. got to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. It has to be. It has to be a comedy. Uh, but anyway, it look, like he looks just like Bob Ross. Yeah. Like, it's crazy how much he looks like Bob Ross. This is exact. God, that hair. So many white guys had that hair back then, huh? Mm. But good casting, though. He could do a good Bob Ross voice. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, he looks great. So looks even great. in this photo that we're that we're all seeing here, right, yeah. where he looks like Bob Ross, just like Bob. Do Ross. you think, to Maury's point, where Maury said Owen Wilson could sound like him? Do you think that he will try to do of that course. voice or very similar? Yes, but yeah. it's very it's weird with Owen Wilson because Owen Wilson has such a distinct voice mm -hmm. and way of speaking. Lightning right, that he's, he's still going to sound like Owen Wilson. Yeah. Like, wow. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, That's wow. so good. <laughs> wow. It's, you know what sucks about Owen Wilson is he does too many movies <laughs> with that guy that I don't like, that director that I don't like. Who? I don't know. That guy who does all those weirdo movies like... Uh, God. Bro, narrow it down. I can't. There's. I shouldn't have to narrow it down. You should know what I mean. Owen Wilson always in the movies with the guy who does all the movies I hate. Google that. Uh, Who's like the, the Wedding Crashers director? No, that's not him. No, oh, he does all those movies. All those movies with that okay, director that on. I don't like. I can't stand his. Catherine loves the movies, and she's always like, oh, my God, this is so brilliant. I watch it, and I'm like, oh, I'm so bored. I hate them all. Like Royal Tenenbaum? Yes. What's that guy's name? I don't like his. I don't have that thing where I can enjoy his movies. He did, like, Royal Tenenbaums. He did that movie with Steve. Oh, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Oh, my God. I don't like a Wes Anderson movie, man. Don't have that in me. Oh, people this guy looks love, like a huge nerd. People love Wes Anderson movies. But, yeah, like, Royal Isle Tenenbaums. Isle of Dogs he did. French Dispatch. French Dispatch. Fantastic I didn't like. Mr. Fox. Didn't like Fox. 
I didn't like um, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. I didn't mm-hmm. like that movie. I didn't like any of those movies. Yeah, I don't know any of these. No, it's guys. not for me. It's not It's not for Is me. Is he doing this one? No, nah, I don't think so. No, I just said oh. he was directing it. Uh, but anyway, um, looking forward to that, I guess. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. How's everybody? Really oh, good now. So good today. Uh, Shem, you good? Always, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had the best dinner last night. What'd you have? I had the festive special. Oh, yeah, it's a good dinner. I had a good dinner, too. It's Would you have good, Shem? like, the, the next day, like, if you keep it in the fridge. Yeah. Would you have Shem? Um, Shem, I, Shem, <laughs> as we're talking about uh, dinner, yeah. Shem, right before you said, what did you have, Shem? Yeah. Shem was already licking his lips. Really? There's still some on there? <laughs> My man. What'd you have? Uh, I had sweet and sour chicken. Oh. I had hargau. You know, you guys know hargau? No. What's that? Um, a, uh, Like a pork dumpling. Oh, yeah. My yeah. God. Yeah. Um, Do it. Yeah, I had, uh, and then I went to the sushi spot, which was uh, really good. Huh? Yeah, man, it was great. Were you on a date? No, I was oh. out with uh, I was out with the I was out with two friends, two like two guy friends, two or? guy friends. Oh, okay. We so oh, oh 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 oh. I don't so, even have two guy friends. So when you were, <laughs> that's why you weren't there, Maury. <laughs> um, so when you were out, when you go out with two guy friends, yeah, are, were they single too or no? They are one of them is single. Yeah. <sighs> so were you? But the one like, who's not single. Yeah, that's my when guy. He's Okay, but guy. when he's out, is he acting single? Yeah. That's the oh, difference. Come on now. Don't watch you, listen, you man. expect me to snitch? Oh, oh yeah, 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 no, no, What are you doing, no, 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 man? You know how popular show is? You can't bro code. Bro code come on, man. <laughs> you've already said too much, Shem. <laughs> you've already said, you've already All said you too to much. All you have to do is say no. So is that, but is that still part of the part? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you just had to say no. That's it. That's it. You're in trouble, Shem. Yeah, yeah. Why would you do that? so easy. It's so easy. So when you're out and you're with your your single friends. Um, is that part of the night, like like flirting and stuff like that, or no? Was that is that reserved for like other nights? Like tonight's going to be a night where we go out and flirt. Tonight's just about this, or or is it, is it hard to separate the two? Not hard to separate the two. Okay. Uh, every night, I think honestly, is has the potential for you know a little a little a little flirting. Really? Yeah. Whether it's with a waitress. Ahead, like you know, at this time we're gonna flirt. No, there's no planning involved. You just you kind of go with the game plan. Sometimes we'll we'll. But like oh if some, okay, but if you're going out and somebody says, "Hey, let's go to this spot," and mm-hmm. you know right away whether that's going to be a place that's going to uh, right uh, away right away whether you're going to be flirting or not, right? Yeah, yeah. You, and you, so you do you, your recon. And you know? so do you do you dress accordingly? Like if you know it's not not going to be like a big flirt night you're not wearing like your flirt sweater um <laughs> i made sure i got a haircut last night okay oh, oh! <laughs> because i knew i was going out okay right? you know, because you know. listen you got to be prepared for those you situations do, right you can't just go there looking scrubby and looking no. like a bum you don't know who you could run into no uh-huh. you gotta well, boy you scout it yeah, and, absolutely. And, 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 so, then what, and then what do you, you like? Cool water, Armani code. What? Yo, come on, man, Armani code. Cool water. What is this? Ninety-eight. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Obsession, right? Yeah, nah. Fahrenheit. Versace blue. Versace blue. <laughs> light blue. Yeah, the right. light blue. Okay. What is what is the response you get from Versace light blue? When and what's the difference between Versace blue and Versace light blue? Oh, like the knees buckle. Really? Huh? Ooh. Let me tell you something, man. When I drop a little cocoa butter. Yeah. A little Versace blue, yeah. obviously deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> so how many knees buckled last night? Well, mine didn't. Um, oh, please. Uh, please. You know, a couple pairs. Yeah, a couple. A couple <laughs> pairs. Okay, Sean. Fucking liar. <laughs> a couple, <laughs> a couple a liar. pairs. So where do you put the cocoa butter? Where do you put the Armani blue? 
I uh, okay. So the 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 Armani. This is Versace blue, by the way. Sorry, not sorry, Armani. sorry, Come sorry. My bad. my bad, my bad, my don't, bad. Don't discredit my man. Jeez, Jesus. Okay, so I spray it. I tell you right now, I am not going to feel bad for mixing up Versace. Okay, so you can just stop with that right now. I'm never, I'm never going to feel douchebag conversation we've ever had. I'm trying so hard to not be douchey. I'm trying so hard to not be douchey. But let's just recap. Shem, when you're out for sushi, looking to flirt, where do you put the cocoa butter? Where do you put the Versace? In all the places that it needs to be. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Make sure I'm smooth, man. In all the right places. Oh, jeez. I've never, you know, I've never, I've never, like, I've never said that to myself. What? No. Yeah, I need to be smooth in all the right places. places. (laughs) I've never... I've never wow. said that. So was it a success? It yes. was a fantastic night. I will be there again next Saturday. Oh! oh. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You guys know that um, that gummy bear company, Haribo? No. With the gold packaging? Nope. If I showed you a picture, you would know. Nope. I promise. Guarantee I this. won't. Nope. This company? Nope. Nope. Packaging? No. Never you never see that before. at the grocery no. store? Well, no. you never go down the candy I don't. Aisle. I've never. You know, I looked at the candy aisle like for the first time like this year. Uh-huh. Didn't even. I was shocked that it was there. I had to go and get mean? something specific. I didn't know because it's right across the, the hall, the aisle uh, from, I believe, in my grocery store, the tuna. Oh, okay. So what really? were you looking for in the candy aisle? I had to go and find something that I needed. I don't remember what it was, but I needed something for something where the girls needed something as an ingredient for something they were baking like or whatever. Or yeah, and I and I I had no idea where the candy was. I was like, grocery stores have candy? Usually with the baked right? goods. What do you mean? Yeah. No. No, I had no idea. I'd never seen it before. And I was like, wow, they got a lot of stuff. Um, so this guy in Germany. Uh, the reason why I bring up this company yes, is because please. it has to deal with this guy who's walking down the street in Germany. Mm-hmm. And he sees this little piece of paper just like on the ground, just like fluttering around in the, and in the wind. And he touched it? Yeah, so he picks it up. Yeah. And it's a check oh. made out to this company. Haribo, the Gummy Bear Company. The Har- Gummy Bear Haribo. Company. Okay. From Haribo, from a grocery store chain out there in Germany. Mm. And the total that was on the check was $4.8 million. Wow. So then he contacts the company, the gummy bear company, and says, yo, I found your check for 4.8 mil. What do you want me to do with it? Because mm-hmm. he can't go and cash it. It's useless to him, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and he wants to do the right thing. So then the gummy bear company, the lawyer says, if you don't mind, destroy it. Get rid of it. Yeah. So he does. And then he sends them photographic evidence. And you would think something like that probably saved the company's ass, right? Mm. 4.8 million. Uh, they wanted to say thank you. Okay. Right? Because here's this guy, Good Samaritan, finds a check for 4.8 mil. Sure. But, you know, they cancel the check. I know. Issue he a new could, one. But still. Yeah, guy, I get it. He, he made the call. This. He made the call. You're he right. Made the call. Yeah, you're right. Plus, you're they right. said right. destroy it. He did, he did. and s- sent them uh, photographic evidence, right? Yeah. yeah. So the gummy bear company then, mm-hmm. as a thank you to this guy, sends him. Here we go. Yes. Six bags of candy. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Six bags. Not even That's a case. It. Okay, okay, but no. then what is the appropriate number of bags then? I don't know. Like I like a like a, what? Like a, a year supply. A year supply of candy. I no. Would say yes. One case. I no. would say one box, like no. one case. No. How about but six bags. Yeah. What's wrong with that? What did you do? You made a phone call, bro. You made a phone call. So you sent me twenty bucks in candy. Yeah. 
You made a no. phone call. No. Thanks, man. I want more. Yeah. I want more. You want more. Yeah. I want, I want to, to Maury's case. You want I want a check. I want a case. A or, case. Yeah, a case of candy, right? Or a year supply of candy. Or even better, what Shem said, yo, hook me up with a check. Money? But here's yeah. the thing. Why I said a case is because presumably somebody opened a case to take the six out to send them. Why not just send them the box? You, you guys are all, you are a bunch of do-gooders in here, right? Mm-hmm. And the problem with do-gooders is nobody just does good. Everybody does good so they can be rewarded and they can be the hero. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, give me uh, candy. That, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, man. Shoot. Oh we God. had our annual general meeting for the condo last night. Oh, what the no. hell does that mean? You know, where I they can't go over. You got to do all this nonsense just to live in a place. Two man. hours of like on a Zoom, and everybody's complaining about Wait the temperature. Second. It was on a Zoom. Yeah, it's virtual still. Okay. Usually, it's in the party room, yeah. and people are complaining about how the temperature, the pause heating. for one second. Pause for one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Generally, when you have the condo meeting, right? This is a place to what? Air grievances? and uh, We approve the minutes of last year's meeting. Okay, pause for one second. So this is what, like, what what are they normally designed for? Is it for the board to give an update to tenants or is it it a a place for tenants to sort of bring up issues that they have, concerns that they have? Like, is this somebody's one shot? Like, if they got a problem with something that's going on in the building, this is their one place to bring it up. And where the election is, where you can vote if somebody's term is up, where you can vote. I've ran twice, never won. Okay. So what was brought up last night? Last night during the Q&A. Shem, don't laugh. I've lost by one vote. Don't pay attention. Don't pay attention. So somebody complained about the fact that the heat this year isn't as hot as the heat last year. Okay. Okay. So who's in charge of the temperatures for your unit? Like, I guess, well, first of all, you can turn up the heat. Okay. But they say that they're like, well, the we've turned it up to the max, and it's like not, it doesn't feel as hot as it did oh, last year. so like the year. air coming out of this. So and it doesn't matter what you turn your thermostat She accused the board of, of, of lying to the building to save money. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I don't, listen, man, times are tough for right Politics, now. man. Yeah. You live in a condo, Sham, right? I do, yeah. Do you, so you, you have to go this? through this nonsense? It, it, Maury's 100% right. This is exactly what happens. The, the grievances that get aired sometimes are so... Do you go to these meetings? You have to. Uh, no. If you're an owner, you have to. You or or you can you can to. send in a proxy, yeah, right? You can you send in a proxy. Yeah, you don't have to necessarily. My mom has run and has been president, uh, you know, a couple of times when I was with my, with, with really? my parents. Yeah. And she hated it. Yeah. <laughs> she Because people oh. are, people complain about every like literally so everything. So, so in your building, what's the complaint in your building then? Oh, it, it could be anything. Garbage is um, is is left out on the hallways. Um, Maurice, Maurice, right? You know the heat's not turned on, you know, quick enough, or yeah. the, or in the summertime the AC's not turned on quick enough, and that's a whole. Somebody complained that thing. there's nowhere to gather. Nowhere to gather. What the, is that? I complained last night, going, "Why do we not have like a, a room where we can hang out?" Oh, <laughs> like a isn't, and the but property isn't that, manager said, "Isn't that your living room?" <laughs> <laughs> like. What the hell do you want? And then the lawyer, the building's lawyer, yelled at one woman going, please, ma'am, you know, I don't like the tone you're taking with us. <laughs> Somebody in my unit, uh, in my condo, was upset with the way that the Christmas uh, tree was decorated in the lobby. What they hated it. Well, like, what, did they just, like, the aesthetically? They thought it was terrible, thought it looked shabby, and they were, they were, they were, they were wrong. <laughs> and, yeah. did look a little now, do you, have, do you feel obligated to back up tenants just so you're fighting against the man? Absolutely. Even well, if you agree oh, with the man? Man, when you put it that way, geez. Well, I guess now I do. But right. normally I just keep my mouth shut and I'm okay. just like, mm. Matthew made me talk.
Yeah. What did you have to say? I had to complain about how we st- we smell cigarette smoke and marijuana smoke in the hallway. Well, but are you allowed? To, you're allowed to smoke cigarettes no, in your no, condo, aren't you? No, it's a smoke-free property. Oh, really? You and if you get life. if you get caught smoking in your unit, yeah. it's a five hundred dollars. What about on your balcony? No, no, smoke-free property. You can't smoke on your balcony. What? No, and if the property manager most afternoons will like you know go out and check if she sees the to see if somebody's smoking on their own balcony. Five hundred dollar fine. Oh, I've never God heard of that. Sake! What a disaster! <laughs> you gotta move more. You know what the problem is? More. You're the problem. How am I the problem? <laughs> yeah, I'm not smoking exa- on the balcony. No, I know, but the, I don't the re- need a gathering. Place. I know, but the reason people can't go get a little high on their own balcony is because of you and Matthew. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, Roz. How are you? Hey, yeah. Roz and Mocha. Mocha's, Mocha's away today. Secret assignment, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to know? Uh, I had a question. Um, does primarily cooking with uh, recipes make you a good cook? Does it make you a good cook? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, wow. I don't think that, I don't think using a recipe is in any way cheating, if that's what you're asking, but just using a recipe does not make you a good cook. Oh, it doesn't. No. Is it the act of cooking? Like, you can follow everything in a in a recipe and, you know, burn the hell out of something or, you know, like, it's, I don't think it necessarily makes you a good cook. So if if, if someone were to try your food and you told them, uh, I'm a, or they told you I'm a good cook, and then you told them I used the recipe, would you, would they react differently? No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, you, you what do you mean that, like, everybody has to have their own like come up with their own way of doing everything? No, I was just thinking maybe maybe the fact that they told uh, you you told them that you, you use the recipe then they would uh react differently. Jeez, uh, no, like if somebody's god my god, like if you're baking, like you have to use a recipe. Unless no, you you, unless you know exactly what you're doing, but uh, you can't just walk in the kitchen and go, I'm going to make a cake and not have some guidance. Like it'll just it'll be awful. Like you if if it's if it's like you're your first time's out or you want to try something new or whatever's going on. Like you have to use a recipe. I don't use recipes because I don't make stuff that I don't know how to make. Yeah. Well, you're a good cook. But I, I use, use a recipe, recipe every day when I do the good food thing. And people comment sometimes when I post pictures saying that I'm cheating. That you're cheating. No, they think you're okay. cheating because you're, you're using good. There's a difference between using a recipe and good food. That's everything yeah. you need in one box. Mm-hmm. Portions are already out there. Most of but them are already chopped. How is that any different? Like if I went and bought a big container of spices and then mixed it my but i it's just because they separated everything doesn't make me less of a cook well i i mean i think that the good foods and stuff like that are good for developing skills i would not say i think that it's a bit cheaty too i thought you were going to take my side on no. this no <laughs> it's in a box like yeah yeah but how's that any different than a shopping bag I don't know. Well, because okay. it's portion controlled. Right? I know, but I still spent the money. I didn't go and buy the trout. They sent me the trout. And you probably spent more money. <laughs> yeah, I know I said more. Yeah, trout, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Way, <laughs> way more, way more. I don't know. I think it's sort of like paint by numbers. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. you could. I could see that. You, you, you know, you're just like, I painted that. And I'm like, oh my God, that's beautiful. And then you find out it's paint by numbers. Oh, right? That's really <laughs> cheating, though. Like, that's cheating, I, I don't right? Know, like, I, I, I like the kind of cooks who go in, it's messy, they, they, there's really no rules, they just kind of fling ingredients <laughs> everywhere, and they make a masterpiece. That's the kind of cooking I like. To me, those are, those are the good cooks. The people who sit there with, like, their phone and, oh, two teaspoons oh, of this shit, that's and me. one <laughs> tablespoon of this, uh, you just, you just, 
That's kind of garbage. But you it's have like to know what you're project. doing. But you have to know what you're doing, though, yeah, Shem. That's like a school project. That's weird. Listen, See, if Maury went into the kitchen and just started throwing things around, I you'd, do. Never, you'd never eat it. <laughs> See, well, I give a lot of credit to Anthony from it. Queer Eye because he never went to cooking school yeah. and mastered the art of cooking and is now like a cooking expert. Is he, though? That, is he, though? I mean, he has a towel over his shoulder. Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah that uh, screams uh, experts. Maury, how many things in your life do you need a towel over the shoulder for, by the way? That doesn't make you a good cook, okay? It does not make you a good cook at all. Uh, Deepa, this is the first time you've lived in a house with, like, your own kitchen and in charge of your own meals. Yeah. What's your procedure? You go cookbooks or are you just, like, freeballing it? Mm, I kind of use I use a lot of online recipes, to be yeah, honest. sure. Well, because the thing is, I try to learn from my mom. My mom is an amazing cook. But when you ask somebody like her, like, oh, what do you do? It's like, oh, throw in a little bit of this thing and, like, oh, eyeball this thing. And I'm like, I can't learn Yes, that. That's the best way. <laughs> eyeball. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I, people can't see this, right? But this is a unit of measurement in cooking when you when for for uh for somebody from from Guyana mm-hmm. if you oh, a pinch of salt yeah. like this, that's Ma- 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 knows unit. exactly how much that is oh, by yeah. the way when you hold your fingers <laughs> that close together <laughs> how is Deepa following a recipe on the phone not cheating but me following a sheet is I don't get that well I, I added a couple of extra things here and there I use it as a base and then, um, then I add like extra spices or whatever that is. But I do need it as a base. Like otherwise, I don't really know what I'm doing. So I will say, Maury, like when it comes to you and, and the boxes, right? I would say that, like it's like I said, it's good for developing skills. But I think that you have to evolve past the boxes. Mm-hmm. Like I think that you need to say in your head, "What do I want tonight?" Think about something. Go to the store. Know what goes with everything else. Bring it home. Put it together and make something edible. What if I? Because there are times where I've I've kept the sheets. And then went and bought everything and then still used the same sheet to, to do it again. <laughs> I oh. mean, but that, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Because honestly, sure. I'm too afraid to veer from the page. Right, but the, so you're so you're not a good cook. Right, yeah. I, 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 I never said I was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, I hope that helps. All right, thank you. Thank yeah, you so much. Dude, we're going to auction off Maury's towel by the end of the show, by the way. So <laughs> stick stick around stick around for that. <laughs> you just got to wake it up first. <laughs> Stop! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hey, Denzel. Hey, what's up, man? Somebody says you want to talk about pants. Yeah. My favorite topic. Yeah, so, yeah, my question is simple. What's the best type of pants? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, what's the best yes. type of pants is in, like, fit, material, like, style? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Narrow it down. Yeah, like, what's your favorite kind of pants? Oh. Like, what you go to? I mean, all, like, like jeans? Like, I know like, you like your, I know you like yours toit. Shut up, man. <laughs> toit. <laughs> yeah. Like, would you say pajama pants or pants sure i guess yeah. but i wouldn't say that those are anybody's favorite like well, I, I mean I, I wear them the most you do huh i would disagree with that i see lots of kids like walk around the mall in pajama pants yeah oh, oh, nice. no like yeah. believe me i got a I got a 12 year old and kids nowadays are all like athleisure wear mm-hmm. like i don't even think roxy owns jeans nope. to be honest with you i really i really don't i get i get in trouble so like Catherine is so disgusted by me at home because i can just sit around in the evening in jeans that's that's homicidal. Mm-hmm. That's she different. is like, she doesn't get it. Like, doesn't get it. Sense. I'm no. with her, man. That's weird. Why not Where, just take them off and at least walk around in your underwear? Because I, I don't know. I don't have a problem wearing jeans at home. But you don't like being, like, free? 
You don't uh, feel free? You don't feel restricted? In the, like, and when you well, sit guess, down, your belly doesn't like sort of pinch against the button? No, that that's not a that's well, a you problem. Yeah, that's a hard problem. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but like really, Roz, you don't like you don't want to feel like free when you're sitting at home. No, I, I honestly I am like if I'm at home and I'm just like kicking it in jeans, I am as comfortable as I would if I was wearing something else. Okay, like so here, I've never once felt also, what if you have to rumble? And I say this all the time, and I know that you guys don't. Like, mean? what if you got to, like, what if something happens where you got to whoop some ass, right? Oh, put on you want to be doing, you want, No, I'm saying immediately. Like, what if trouble arrives and you got to take care of business? In sweats? It's, yeah, why you, 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 not? You, you, you think you'll fight better in jeans? Yeah, because I'd fight better in pajamas. Because, because the first thing I do, Shem, is pants you. Oh, well, okay. That's that's so cold. Right? Well, you, you can't you can't defend yourself in track pants, man. You can't pants somebody in jeans. No, that's what I said. If he's wearing track pants, oh, just true. tie the drawstring really, really tight. Oh, now, and see, then... now we got it. Listen, I don't want clothes that I got to tie in the knots to keep them on. Right? It's just it's just not, <laughs> too much work. Huh? Too much work. <laughs> yeah. uh, Denzel, what are your favorite pants? Uh, my favorite pair of pants right now. Uh, so. They're from American Eagle, and they're called the 90s straight, and believe it or not, they're a woman. <laughs> okay, hold on. I was straight in the 90s, okay. too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay, so wait a second. They're, you, you wear straight pants? <laughs> yeah. They're from, uh, they're like, uh, it's actually a women's pant from yeah. American Eagle that's super comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do they look like? Yeah. What are they straight. called? <laughs> they're they're kind of like, they're kind of like cargo pants, pretty much. Oh, so you wear so 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 Denzel. According to you, American Eagle ladies cargo pants are the jeans that I should be wearing. Then, yes. right? What are they called? Ninety yes. straight. Ninety straight. <laughs> yeah. The only problem I have with them is the pockets are way too small. Oh, that's for a lady problem hands. for all. No, just in general, that's a problem with all women's. Pants. Yeah. My jeans used to be so tight, Deepa, uh-huh. that I used to turn them inside out and cut the pockets out of them so you couldn't see the outline of the pockets Are on my you thighs. Serious? That <laughs> is. So where'd you put your wallet? That, uh, just no, in my back pocket. It was the, it was the front pockets. You could see the outline against my thigh. My jeans were so tight, and so I would turn them inside out. So if you if I ever put my hand in where my pocket went, I could I could go like all the way down to my knee, like well, it's just. Skin. If they were too tight, wouldn't you see your underwear line? Uh, well, that all depends on, uh, the style and if, and if you are not wearing underpants, Maureen. Oh, oh. scandalous. I you're worried about getting pants and you're not going to wear underwear. Oh, under- you stop it. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Listen, no okay. Sense. Listen, no, if I had to rumble, I'm wearing underpants, okay. Deepa. Okay. okay. So why don't you just wear wrestling tights? Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> all the time. Solution. You should wear jorts. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all suck. Thank you, Denzel, for the call, brother. Yeah, no problem. Bye-bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yes. Um, it's the holiday season. Do people still do Christmas parties at work? We, we have got one, one. Here coming like, up. Like the, we the, do? No, no, no. But yeah. like the classic, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like Pre-COVID, yes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, eh? I would say for sure. Wait, what's the classic? Like what, photocopying your yeah, butt? Yeah, just like that. Like the sort of shenanigans. Like in the movies, you always saw the Christmas party happening at work, right? Mm-hmm. Like as I've been to a couple of those where like the, you would just show back up to work at, you know, eight o'clock at night and it was mayhem. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely. Now they do them mayhem. at restaurants. 
Yeah, and there's just so many rules and all this. Not that I, not that I don't, uh, I'm not a fan of the of, of the rules, but there was always so many lawsuits of where like a boss would get drunk and promise an employee something while hammered at a party, <laughs> what? and then and then employment lawyers had to get involved like first thing in the new year. Like it was a real mess, right? Ooh. It was a real mess. Um, but they say, according to a uh, new survey, 10% of office party romances end in either someone getting disciplined or fired. Ooh. So the old uh, hooking up at the Christmas party, 10%, 10% of office romances end in either someone getting disciplined or fired. Uh, Damn it, Maury took this to the streets to find out if, 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 if there was no chance of either being disciplined or fired, is there somebody at work that you would hook up with? Hi, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Okay, so you've heard the study. Now, if there was no chance you'd get fired, is there somebody at your office you'd hook up with at the holiday party? The oldest person there that makes the most money. Oh, my God. And he's, oh. his wife passed away maybe like six <laughs> years ago. Oh, my God. And he's got all this money and he owns this huge business and why not? Do they know that you like them? Um, probably not because he's like 50 years older than I am. Oh is God. it all about the money or is he actually good looking too? He is actually good looking. Hey, how y'all doing, ladies and gentlemen? It's nice to be here on the Raja Mocha show. I love it. Okay, so you've heard the study. There's no chance of getting fired. Come on, be honest with me. There's somebody at the office you'd hook up with. Absolutely, absolutely. But you said there's no chance of me getting fired. Nope, that the, none. the answer is yes. So who is he or she? Oh, she's a hot tamale. She's oh, from She's Kind of curvy, lovely hair, nice eyes, and she's got the great legs. Ooh. Oh, does she my know? God. Like, uh, I think she has an idea. Has and an I think idea. it wasn't that we were working together. She'd probably be game. Have you? Have the two of you? No, we haven't. So what's stopping you? <laughs> because we work together, <laughs> and we fear that if we get caught, it might not be good. Okay, no chance of getting fired. No chance of getting fired. Is there somebody in the office that you would hook up with? Well, first of all, jobs are a dime a dozen these days, so whatever. But second of all, probably not because we have two guys or maybe three and not who I'd hook up. But I would totally flash my boobs and I wouldn't even care. (laughs) (laughs) Or romance, Christmas time, come on. So who is it at the office? Well, sorry, I have to be discreet here. Do they know that you crush on them? No, stay professional always, except except during the, the holiday party. When, you know, everything goes out the window. If... If it will be okay, yeah. Wow, you scallywag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if there's no chance, the holiday Christmas party, baum chicka baum, you hooking up? Yeah, why not? And I actually know an intern that an I would try my chances with. Tell me more. Excuse oh, my God. Oh, yeah, they're beautiful. Do they know French, that you French, like them? French. Yeah, French. and I think they like me too. Oh, my God. So, okay, so if there's no chance, right? A little eggnog, the mistletoe, oh, right? Maybe something will happen? No. Oh, yeah. After, like, one of two glasses of eggnog, no. everything can happen. Oh, no. Now, have you ever in the past? Um, <laughs> yes, back in France, I did. Well, it was with a French colleague of mine, but to be honest, it only lasted the time of the party. Wow. And you know the French men, right? Ooh la la. Yeah, I know, but, you know, it's like one at a party, another at another party. Oh, my God. I love the French. I want to go to France. Oh, yeah, you should. It's (laughs) after this. Open bar over there. Jesus, the French. Fr- you still like you're still talking about interns in the, in France. I know. What the hell is <laughs> that? So also, what, also the woman who said that there's nah, there's nobody in the office that I'd hook up with, but I would flash my boobs. 
Yes. Where did that come from? I don't understand. Yeah, it's an interesting play. But I will say this. Uh, in a separate survey, 72% of women and 60% of men who've had office affairs say that those actually did start at the company Christmas wow. party. Wow. <laughs> at the company Christmas party. I guess it's still happening. I thought this was a thing of the past, people hooking up at company Christmas parties. But I, I, I'm completely wrong. The numbers are there. 72% of women and 60% of men who have had office affairs say that they started the company Christmas party. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Hey, Kevin, welcome back to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. How's it going? Good, man. Uh, so when did we talk to you? It was February. Your story was that you lived on the second floor of an apartment right next to the garbage disposal, and you had a real cockroach problem. Yeah. <laughs> and you talked to management. At the time, what did management tell you? I mean, they, they were every day they were saying, like, after we complained, they would be like, okay, we're going to send exterminators to your unit. Yeah. But they would do that. Um, we would clear everything out. We would hope for the best and nothing changed. And you had, so said that that, you had said that even your kids were, like, just desensitized to killing them, right? Man, they didn't even care. They no. were just, like, smacking it. Oh, cockroach, smack, kill, big deal. Okay, okay. And then when, when we talked, I, I had told you, uh, because I lived in a place where we just had so many cockroaches, dude. Like, so many cockroaches. Um, and... One of the things that happened to me after we left that place is I had like cockroach anxiety, almost like phantom roach syndrome for about a year and a half, which is we were living in a super clean place after that. And if I saw a shadow move on the wall, I would smack it. Mm. Like I thought that I was always covered in roaches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We actually, I, in, the, in the podcast, I said my contract was up in six months. Yeah. No, we made a stink, and we left actually within a month. You did? But we did, yeah. We know it was completely disgusting, and we were like, no, we're leaving right now, and this is hor- like horrible. Actually, a lot of people on that floor left the same complaints, and mm-hmm. management, they were like, you know what? You guys are right. This is unattractive for people who want to come in. They come in, and they see cockroaches in the hallway. Oof. How are you going to get renters, right? Yeah. So um, they said, yeah, okay, go to the unit now, on unit seven. Even though your advice was to get out the building, you know what, Raz? Finding a place like this at this price with this amount of space, it's not an easy feat, no, right? Man. And you know what? Like, yeah, I would love to have just left the building, but no, we stayed in the building. We went to the seventh floor. Yeah, we stayed. It was a hard bite, and we were paranoid as hell. Like, we told them, we'll stay for three months it would pay like you guys said but if we see a single cockroach we're out of there like this is the advice i did take from you yeah i brought back probably less than an eighth of our stuff we threw in our socks we threw in our linens we threw out everything man totally paranoid about bringing any kind of cockroach with us our couch gone our tv gone um like so many things gone everything anywhere where a cockroach can crawl into dude i told you I, i slept in underpants for a year and a half because yeah. because somebody told me that cockroaches like uh, warm, moist places. So check this out. So, I found one cockroach that yeah. we brought with us. Yeah, where was it? It was found in a 2,500 Lego piece Batman. That <laughs> <I had>. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at the cockpit, right, where Batman says, and there was a dead cockroach in there. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no bro, way. Cockro- cockroach problem is no joke. But anyway, so everything worked out, right? So you're good now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. My advice for the city is... Like, anybody who has cockroaches, right, mm-hmm. um, 
Make sure their plan is not to send exterminators to your unit. Make sure they have a plan for the whole building. Yes. Otherwise, nothing is going to no. happen. No, they just you're just chasing and, cockroaches at that time. Exactly. Yeah. And um, um right on, man. this is there's something I want to tell you, Ross. Yeah. Um, really means a lot. You're you guys are a household name to us. Me, my kids, my wife. You guys are household to us, right? And we came down to your book signing, mm-hmm. and um, we saw thousands of people there, and it was totally overwhelming for us to even come up to you, mm-hmm. because I figured, man, you're busy, you're tired, there's thousands of people waiting to see you, right? And when we came up to you, me and my son, I totally thought, you know, I'm going to be quick, I don't want to waste this guy's time, let's move forward. But what you did, and it was really, really admirable, and it left a really good impression, is that you gave me and my son time. Like, you, you, you didn't say, thank you for coming, next person. You sat there, and you looked at us, and you say, how's it going? And, man, that it's it left such an impression for my family, for my son, who didn't think he would meet someone you listen to every day. Mm-hmm. Man, you, you, you made me look like the hero father bringing my family to meet somebody we listen to every day. And no, I can't thank you enough, man. Like, you, you're so, you've held that standard so high, and... You you made me look like a hero. You guys are heroes, and I'm so grateful to be on the show, and I'm so oh, grateful dude. to be a part of this, man. No, and I really thank, thank you. you for this. Thank you so much, dude. I really appreciate that. You just keep You're crushing welcome. it as a dad. Thank you. I really okay. appreciate you, dude. Right on. Right Take on. care, Take buddy. Take it easy, brother. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Hey, Christine, what's going on? Hi. Where are you calling from? Um, Vancouver. Nice. What can we do for you? Um, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. And it's, where do you put your clothes that you've only worn briefly? Do you put them back in the closet mm. or do you just drape them over random furniture in the house? That's a really great question. Oh. So clothes that aren't necessarily dirty, you've only put them on briefly. Let's establish what briefly means. I don't know, maybe a couple of hours or okay. maybe for like a single Zoom meeting. I don't know. Okay. But Good. it's We're- not yeah, visibly soiled. Yeah. Where, where do you put yours? Where do you put yours? I would put them back in the closet you or really? I would just wash them. Wow. Really? Okay. So even, even like just a couple hours wearing something, it's going in the laundry. Uh, Shem, let's start with you. You live alone. Yeah. I don't mess around when it comes to being clean, when it comes to my clothes. I hang up everything. I hang mm-hmm. up my jeans. When I come home, I, I, and when I do laundry, I fold it right away. So I don't if mess you, around. Okay. But if you have, if you wake up, right. Mm-hmm. And you put on a hoodie. And then you go get a coffee, or say, or you go, you stop somewhere and pick something else up. Two stops, sure. you're out of the house. Sure. When you come back home and you don't want to wear that hoodie anymore, is that hoodie getting hung up, or is it going in the laundry? Oh, I, I just fold it up and put it back in my in my drawer. You put it back in the drawer. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Listen, so at I, what point though? At what point is do you go from something that you wore briefly to needs to be laundered? If I'm in it for the entire day, gotcha. Except jeans. Jeans are the exception. Right. I, I don't like me. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Deepa, you uh, had a filthy room as a teenager because mm-hmm. your mom cleaned everything for you. Mm-hmm. Now you are living with your husband. What's your? What do you do with clothes that you've briefly worn? So anything that I wear, I hang it on our banister. And it's not solely, it's just because I'm lazy. I don't want to hang it back. I didn't think it was for aesthetics. <laughs> no, like, it just piles up. So, like, 
like if you go upstairs, it's just like half of my wardrobe just piling on top of each other or on the banister. And it's, yeah, like I take it out. I don't want to refold it. I don't want to hang it up. Um, but then I use the excuse of like, oh, I'm airing it. I'm just airing it out. So what happens to it? It just stays there? Well, eventually after like five days. <laughs> five days worth? I might be like, okay, you know what? I should probably put this away. And then I put it away. I do. If I was your husband, I would every time I'd walk by that stack of clothes on the banister, I'd tip it off. <laughs> Don't uh, give him ideas. <laughs> uh, damn it, Ori. I'm sure not, this is not allowed in your house. Oh, um, if I when I get home after the show... Because I've only worn something for half the day. No, 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 no. You work for the full day. That's a full work day. No, but I've, I'm going to wear it again later in the day to walk Andy. So I will take all my clothes off and pile it on the floor beside the bed. Okay? Pile it. And my walking the dog sweatpants are always on the dining room table. Like, oh, always. <laughs> so if somebody walks into your house, there's sweatpants on the dining room table? Yeah. Like folded or flung? Flung. Flung. <laughs> Okay. Um, I, does that help at all, Christine? Yeah. Um, my husband's definitely more of a deeper. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, and it drives me. Yeah. And it drives stacks. me crazy. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I will. Like, uh, if I if I'm taking something off and then a guy, I know I got to put it back on. Like, I'll take it and I'll fold it and I'll put it on the end of the bed, right? And then, but if Catherine walks in the room, she will take it, even though it's folded on the end of the bed, and throw it in the laundry. Yeah, that's me. That's yeah. a great woman. Yeah, I'm like, that's you save that for later, man. But she doesn't even go yeah, through but- my pockets. Like, my wallet has been through the washing machine, <laughs> like, a million times, and I can't complain because then she's like, well, do your laundry then, Ooh. right? So it's not good. Have you sat her down for a talk? Oh, yeah, Maury. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, I'll sit Catherine down, Maury, when you sit Matthew down. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Understood. You let me know know how that goes for you okay uh you're gonna get strangled with those uh dining room jockey pants um <laughs> uh, christine thanks so much for the call love thank you all oh, right one thing? what um i just want to say i really love you guys i finished reading your book in two days and i'm oh. just so amazed at how resilient you guys are and how much you've turned your lives around like every time maury talks about his childhood my heart breaks Oh. Because I'm a mom and I've got two little girls and I just can't imagine them having gone through the things that he's gone through. And um, You know, I don't um, like it when you start talking about me and then you pivot to Maury, by the way. I know you started off talking about my book and then you just went immediately into Maury and I'm like, I stopped listening. She was talking about that's my fine. childhood. That's, yeah, okay, that's fine. That's fine. We'll get to that eventually. Write your own damn book, Maury. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you so much, Christine. Love you. Thank you All so right. much. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Oh, my love. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So much went on. So much news. Oh, lots and lots. Oh, so I can't wait. I can't news. wait. Hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. You ready? Of course, bro. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, our favorite <laughs> holiday smells. What are our favorite holiday Ooh, smells according chestnuts. to a new poll? Uh, chestnuts is on the list. It's number eight on the list. Oh, wow. Hot chocolate? Oh. Hot chocolate, Deepa, is on the list. Number four on the list. Christmas tree. Shem? Uh, oh, I was going to say something really guiney specific. So that doesn't oh, work. I was going to say pepper it. pot. Oh, God, that's not on the pepper list. Pepper pot. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's definitely not on the list, oh, Pepper I love, pot. I love pepper pot. Okay, no. Uh, number eight on the list was chestnuts. Uh, number With seven. Tree. Fire burning in a fireplace. Ooh, uh, nice. Number six is um, peppermint. Interesting. Mm. Number five is gingerbread. Oh, Pat number and pending. Four, Maury, I'm literally going through the list. Well, what fun is that if we can't guess? 
You had your opportunity to guess. I guessed one. Now I'm guessing no. Don't. I'm going through the list. Put your hand on the button. We're done. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain. I'm the captain now. I'm not telling you it's number one. We're done. Put your hand on the button and push it now. I'm not doing the rest of the list. I'm the captain now. Look at me. What's to say? What number one? Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Christmas tree. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, listen, Milano was blasted on Twitter, uh, including by Elon Musk, after saying that she gave back her Tesla. <laughs> so, Sorry, what? Okay, so let me talk you through this here. So Alyssa Milano wrote, uh, I gave back my Tesla. I bought the uh, Volkswagen EV. I love it. I'm not sure how advertisers can buy space on Twitter. Publicly traded companies, products um, being pushed in alignment with hate and white supremacy doesn't seem to be a winning business model. And then one conservative commentator replied to that saying Volkswagen was literally founded by the Nazis and Hitler to then which Elon Musk replied to that with the crying laughing emoji and the 100% emoji. And then Alyssa went on Instagram, not Twitter, to repost something from a writer named Ben Jackson. Uh, And she said this shouldn't need to be said, but here we are. And then Ben Jackson wrote Volkswagen became a global brand after World War II when its new leader rejected Nazism. Tesla became a global brand and its CEO now wants to enable Nazism. Uh, These are not the same. And then everybody started digging through Alyssa Milano's uh, tweets where back in the day, like in 2007, 2015 or 2017, 2015, where she was like, writing how much she loved Elon Musk. Oh, my God. And how much she inspired her son and, like, all of this. Oh, like, just, like, you had had Thanksgiving weekend where everybody was, like, family and everything else, and then it just... all this... It just took a turn. Yeah, Please go back and delete your tweets. Oh my God. (laughs) That's the thing, right? Like, Uh you you know, because, like, who thinks about stuff that they, you know, like, you know, Alyssa Milano was, like, going in on Elon Musk, but do you think she's thinking, God, what did I say about Elon in 2014? Mm-hmm. Right? No. Who does that? She was in the moment, heated. Yes. Yes. Saying, saying she loves him. He's a genius. All this other stuff anyway. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, remember an elf um, The uh, when Buddy the Elf makes spaghetti? Oh, my God. Right? Well, let me tell you how big elf now is in our house because our yeah. five-year-old just discovered it oh God. so we're watching it every single day yeah. and that one part where buddy is eating the spaghetti with the chocolate syrup the pop tart chocolate pop tarts yeah. and all the candy oh yeah. he's like ew gross so warner brothers has teamed up with hello fresh and you are now able to order the oh buddy the elf no. spaghetti kit Starting next Monday, each one, I don't know if this is in Canada, uh, will cost $15. It makes two full servings of Buddy the Elf it comes spaghetti. In a, like a super nice festive box, too. The, oh, my God, I'm going to order that. The kit includes pasta, marshmallows, various types of candy, maple yeah. syrup, chocolate syrup, chocolate cereal, and chocolate frosted Pop-Tarts. <sighs> Yes. Uh, we know that they're going to sell out fast, uh, so they're making a limited number available each day, Monday through Friday. They go on sale at uh, in and around oh. noon uh, with a max yes. of two kits per purchase. Oh, I'm still ordering, but you can just get it yourself. No, but you no, but you won't I get the know, festive box. This is still. Jeez. This is like sure elf, delivered, elf delivered, delivered too, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to order that yeah. for sure. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have finalized their divorce. Uh, the yeah. two will have joint custody with, quote, equal access to their four children, North St. Chicago and Psalm. Uh, however, close, 
Sources close to Kim tell TMZ that Kim will continue to have the kids around 80% of the time. The settlement also notes that Kim will receive uh, $200,000 a month in child support from Kanye West, which I'm sure looking at both of their finances, I know that seems like an astronomical amount of money, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure that that is probably the lowest based on what he's worth that he would be asked to to pay. Um, He is also responsible for 50% of the children's educational expenses, such as uh, tuition and security expenses. And if Kim and Kanye ever have a dispute regarding any of their kids, they are required to attend mediation to Mm. settle it out. However, if either party fails, Kanye, to attend mediation, the participating party becomes the decision maker. And they've both uh, waived spousal support. So uh, $200,000 a month and uh, 50-50 plus mediation for just about everything. God, they're going to be in mediation all the time. All, all the, the time. time. All the time. I just, man, I just feel bad for those kids. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson responding to Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino did a podcast, I think it was last week, where he was talking about how there's no more movie stars. And especially in the Marvel universe, um, it's about the character, not the actor. Here's Quentin. You have all these actors who have become famous playing these these characters. But they're not movie stars. Right. Captain America is the star. Right. Thor is the star. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm not the first person to say that. I think this has been said a zillion times, you know, but, you know, but it's like, you know, it's the, these, these franchise characters that become, become a star. Uh, Sam Jackson was on The View and responded to Tarantino. Uh, so, Sam, you've starred in a number of Quentin Tarantino films. You've been fabulous in every one of them. But he said something controversial recently. He, about Marvel actors, which you're also very familiar with from yes. your role as Nick Fury. Nick Fury. He said that Marvel actors are not movie stars. Captain America oh, is the up. star. How do you respond to that as somebody who's been so popular in both the Tarantino universe and the Marvel universe? Okay, well, it takes an actor to be those particular characters. And the the sign of movie stardom has always been, what, asses in seats? Yeah. (laughs) What are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So that's not a, you know, it's not a big controversy for me to know that, well, apparently these actors are movie stars. You know, uh, Chadwick Boseman is yeah. Black Panther. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You can't refute that. And he's a movie star. Yeah. You know? And you are Nick Fury. Yeah. And, you know, Scarlett, I'm, yeah, I'm Nick Fury, but, you know, as... He's everything. Yeah. He's everything. You're he's the highest you're a movie star. Uh, A.O. Scott said I was a game host, a game show host. <laughs> well, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> It's a bit dirty to bring up Chadwick, though. Out of all the other actors that are playing Marvel superheroes, like you bring up the one that's like yeah. you, you look like a complete you POS if you argue if you yeah. argue back, because you could make the case that Chadwick Boseman was not as big of a movie star as Black Panther was. Yeah, Correct. I don't think that's controversial. You but know I what see I mean? what yeah. Sam Jackson's saying is it takes a movie star to create those see, characters. Yeah. No, it does I, not. I think no. too. It depends on like I view Sam Jackson because of his history in film as a movie star whereas with chris evans i look at him and i only see captain america right i would say in the marvel franchise up until and i don't even know who's currently in the marvel franchise um, but i would say that during that like first phase one phase two robert Mm -hmm. downey jr was the only movie star yes correct right he was Mm -hmm. the only he was the only movie star yeah 
I agree in, with that. In that, in that franchise. Again, we, when you look at the characters or the people playing the characters, mm-hmm. you have to break it down even further by their, their IMDb, basically, right? Yeah. So Robert Downey, movie star. Um, Samuel L. Jackson, movie star. Even Scarlett Johansson, I would say movie star over playing Black Widow. But mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth, I look at as Thor. Thor. Yeah. I look at uh, Mark Ruffalo only as Hulk, even though I know he's got like titles under his belt from yeah, before you right? do for I, see, mark I don't, ruffalo, I, don't I would see him as a more of a movie category. star yeah mark, i would say i would say mark ruffalo is uh, is is the sort of exception in in that list i would uh i would say but it's it's difficult though like because robert downey jr can can he can sell another franchise like that um sherlock holmes franchise he did oh, made yeah. a ton of money mm-hmm. yeah and then I guess what was the one who was Chris Hemsworth did that uh, that Netflix movie right where they had Extraction? to go and rest Extraction <laughs> yeah and he also which, did Ghostbusters well he didn't do he, Ghostbusters he was in Ghostbusters <laughs> to me, he, was he, not, he was like I loved him I know but he was, but he was not the star of his Ghostbusters his part in that movie as dumb Kevin was just like <laughs> it was the funny one yeah way to disregard so the all female cast <laughs> 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 not what I'm in them all no but I uh, I, I love that I, and I'm with you I did love that character but just people hated that movie yeah. and I still don't understand why people hated no, that movie me neither so yeah I was yeah. hoping that they would continue with that franchise but you know no. what anytime Ghostbusters on TV now it's that one is it yeah because yeah. they probably just sold the rights all over the place and the other ones are too bloody expensive yeah the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast so i guess there's a lot of people simon and schuster the, the publisher released a bob dylan book called the philosophy of modern songs okay. and they sold a 600 version of it 900 copies with bob dylan's signature okay they it was quote hand signed but when fans started getting their copies in the mail, they noticed that all the signatures looked exactly the same. Uh-oh. And then Simon & Schuster had to release a statement admitting that the autographs weren't exactly as genuine oh as God. people were led to believe. They said, they say, as it turns out... <laughs> what, we made it oopsie? <laughs> as it turns out, the limited edition books do contain Bob's original signature... But in a penned replica oh, form. God. Oh my God. We are addressing this immediately by providing each purchaser with an immediate refund. That's a lot because they're certainly not going to get Bob Dylan to sit down and sign 900 well, books. He can't now. His hand doesn't work. Bob Dylan, do you remember when Bob Dylan won the Nobel Prize? The first singer ever to win the Nobel Prize and he didn't even issue a statement? He didn't show up. Yeah. He didn't even care. He probably still doesn't even know. Bro, it's like the highest honor a human can How get on earth. How old is he? He's old as dirt, but he just doesn't care. Yeah. Right? Like, he doesn't care. So it was a stamp, basically. They just ran all these books. And it wasn't even him that stamped it. Bob Dylan's 81. Yeah, he's 81. No, I could say, maybe, maybe Bob Dylan was there at the desk and he had a stamp, right? Like... He's too crusty to even do that. Ebenezer he ain't getting Scrooge, out of the house for that. Know, doing eviction. <laughs> yeah. Eviction. He's not eviction. doing that. He is not. He, I bet you he doesn't even know that they sold these. No. Right? Absolutely not. And now they got to give them. Uh, now they got to give all these people refunds back. Anyway, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Austin Butler, Steve Martin, and Martin Short are going to be the final hosts of uh, SNL for the year coming up. If anybody's yeah. interested in that, yeah, Martin Short and Steve Martin—that's going to be huge. Um, Martin Short and Steve Martin will host, joined by Brandy Carlisle, and then Austin Butler makes his uh, debut. He, of course, was a star of Elvis. His musical guest, Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. 
Should be a good show. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Bill Kramer, the CEO of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, announced that uh, all 23 categories for the Oscars uh, will be televised this year. If you remember last oh year, oh my goodness, the what? controversy last year when they put when they did not uh, include original score, makeup and hairstyling, documentary short, film editing, production design, animated short, and live action short and sound, they were all cut from the main telecast. So. All of those are going to be back on uh, this year. Bro, How many days okay. is the show? So that I show know. is already like three plus hours. Oh, yes. Now when you include all of those categories, yes. they have to split it up like they do WrestleMania weekend. Well, this this was the way it always used to be, right? And then Too everybody freaked out when they when they got rid of those categories. Like those people deserve the reward, but I don't need to see them. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, the uh, Academy Awards, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, uh, March 12th. And 13th. <laughs> and 14th. <laughs> Weekend passed. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. New details on that 90s show debuting on Netflix. So when they went to the original producers of that 70s show, mm -hmm. they said, hey, can you come up with something? And they were like, no. And then and then and then they and then they sat around and thought about it and then uh -huh. the, and then Netflix came back and were like, "Yo, like, what's a pandemic? What are you guys doing? You, you want? Why don't, why don't you come up with a, 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 that '90s show?" And they were like, "No." And then so they were like, "Okay, let's come up with something." So their idea was that Topher Grace's character. Um, at some point went back to Wisconsin mm -hmm. to attend a music festival, got somebody pregnant, and then that sort of love child shows up at Kitty and Red's door. And then Netflix was like, no. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not believable. Eric Foreman was such a nerd. Right, yes. Okay, so... Wait, but I thought the story was... So the story now is that Eric and Donna are married, and yeah. they have a 15-year-old daughter named Leia. Uh-huh. After Princess Leia, because of course nerds. Eric would nerds would nerds would do whatever. That. Mocha, you would have done the same thing, I'm sure. Name the kid that. And then so I have she, a kid. And I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but your kid's a boy. Okay, she, she goes. Girl. She goes back to Wisconsin over the summer to visit her grandparents, Red mm. and Kitty, and then meets the kids next door and everything else. But how they sort of sustain this and sustain the story is it's actually kind of cool. One, it's going to be very heavily focused on Red and Kitty, right, and, and the kids, but yeah. Red and Kitty. Um, but also every season, so season one, two, three, and four, depending on how far they've sold, are only going to take place over summers. Oh, okay. So season two, everybody will have gone away sure. and lived their lives kind of thing. Or come I guess the kids still live in this or town whatever. or come back with stories. So they're only, it's only going to take place over the summers yeah. is the way that they're uh, doing okay. it. And uh, so look for that on Netflix. I don't know when that debuts. I guess something. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Apple Music released their uh, top 10 songs of 2022, and a lot of them weren't even released in 2022. Uh, are you interested in hearing what some of these are, Moko? Yes, please. Uh, number 10, Gales, ABCDEFU. Oh, everybody loves that song. Oh, look at you. You got clips and everything over there. Yeah, it's a terrible lineup. Uh, me, uh, wow. uh, why can't you say F you? Because we're on the radio. You could say, say F you. How many times have we said it uh, on the radio? I yeah. Know. Terrible. Like in the song, like she says, like F you. 
No, for sure. But this is like the the friendly family version. No, okay. <laughs> but the song is still called A B C D E F U. Yeah. yeah, forget you is what F U stands for in this version. I know, but we still say the song is called A B C D E F U, but we can't let the girl say it. <laughs> like hey, we I can just... say the name of her song, but she cannot. <laughs> it makes no it. sense. It makes no sense. Anyway. All right, so that's okay. Now I'm fired up. Can we just skip to number uh, one? What was number uh, one? Number one, uh, "Stay" by a Kid Leroy oh. and Justin Bieber. And then quickly over on Spotify, their most streamed songs. Uh, they did a top five, which was uh, uh, again uh, "Mi Porto Benito" by Bad Bunny was oh, in there. Yo, classic, um, instant classic. Hey, uh, stay, Justin Bieber, Kid Leroy, mm-hmm. Heat Waves by Glass Animals. What's mm-hmm. that song? Do I know that song? Oh, my do God. We, do we play that song? Yes. Do we? Oh, my God. Yes. And uh, number one was uh, As It Was by Harry Styles. Good song. Do we play As It We play Glass Animals? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Let me hear it. <laughs> Never heard that song before. <laughs> You what? what? That was the first time I heard that song. I, what? <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> it is. We played that no. so many Bro, times. We played that song yeah. so much. That's the first time I heard it. I like right. it. I'm not saying it's not a good song. We shouldn't play it. I'm just saying. We have. I, I'm just kidding. You heard it. God, I feel so attacked here, guys. Bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, where are we? Uh, Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac died yesterday after a short illness. She was 79 years old. The band issued a statement uh, saying that uh, uh, Christine was truly one of a kind, special and talented beyond measure and that she was the best musician anyone could have in their band and the best friend anyone could have in their life. Stevie Nicks shared a handwritten note on social media calling Christine her best friend in the whole world since the first day of 1975. Uh, here's a little bit of uh, Christine McVean. Until the sun comes up and you say that you love me. Just what tomorrow will do. Don't stop. You ever heard this show? Oh, I love this show. Yeah, yeah, There's something about. Um, there's something about um, back in the day when you'd get like, like everybody in the band would just do these incredible harmonies. They could you know just I mean? sing. They could sing. They could just flat out sing. They're yeah. artists. They could sing. They could play instruments. And there was no over singing. No. You know what I mean? It was no, just, yeah, right. Chris, just so good. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are talking over my favorite one. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so Emma Thompson and Hugh Grant, um, they brought everybody back. It's like a, a reunion for Love Actually. And Not, to, I mean, they were missing Colin Firth. Sure. Um, but to hear Emma Thompson and Hugh Grant talk about Love Actually warms my heart so much. Because even though this is the anniversary and even though this is airing over the holidays, they still... Both of them, Emma Thompson and Hugh Grant, seem like they sort of hate love, actually. <laughs> Do you remember when you saw it all the way through for the first time and the first thing you thought? I do. I just sat there watching and thinking, God, this is, um, it's quite kind of out there, isn't it? And then Hugh came up behind me as we were walking out and said, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that the most psychotic thing we've ever been in? <laughs> I just thought, what's he talking about? Did I say that? (laughs) 
Well, it is a bit psychotic. Like I said, it's Richard on steroids. But the thing is with him, what you have to remember is when he writes about love, he means it. I, <laughs> it's brilliant. It's so good. If you what? Google Hugh Grant hates love, actually, so many things come up. There's so many examples of him hating on love, actually. It's so awesome. But the one thing that does come up is, is, is uh, Hugh Grant hates his love, actually dance. To me, that was one of the most endearing parts of the entire movie. Well, he talks about how he fought against doing that in the movie. It's crazy. And, but, and then he says that, okay, so if I'm stuffy. going to do it, then he choreographed it the way he wanted to do right. it. Well, he still hates it. He's so stuffy. <clears throat> He's so stuffy. You know what's funny is I haven't seen that movie pop up yet this holiday season. I have. I have saw you? it two nights ago. Did you? What'd you see it on? Oh, it was on AMC. Yeah. I started watching. God, what did I start watching? Catherine got me into... Uh, the new season of uh, White Lotus. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. Are you watching that? Incredible. Season one, firstly, was hot garbage, it was awful, and I awful, love awful. Jennifer Coolidge. But season two I'm has so, so I'm is, kind of over her. Now. Yeah, yeah. Season two is good though. Is season it? Season yeah. two? I don't know if you I'm watched the, most, the latest. I, no, one. no, I didn't. I'm, I'm like I'm like literally a couple episodes in. Can I tell you what I don't like about it? Is White Lotus is a show that I watch at nighttime. Right? Mm. Too much Italian. Too much reading. <laughs> too, too much. Yeah, oh, too, the reading, the reading, the reading. Too much Sometimes. Italian. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love, like, all the Italians, and I love the countryside. It's shot beautifully. Like, everything is art. Like, every single shot of that show is a piece of art. It it's Aubrey so, Plaza. like, it's so incredible. Like, yeah. everything is beautiful. But, yeah, I'm kind of like, I don't know. The show is I just, don't know. The show feels kind of flat. To me it does it just feels flat yeah, yeah like right? it, it hasn't gripped me yet and maybe there's a guy poop in a suitcase in this season like they did in the last season no but it's, no there's, there's... Uh, uh, spoil don't i just asked one question i didn't ask you i didn't ask for any sort of <laughs> I was spoilers. Just gonna say, here's I how stopped. i know the season's okay. good because matthew's okay. watching it with me oh why he doesn't normally he would never watch something like that right but now he's like you can't watch that without me oh but does he what other shows does he like maybe basic has... stuff like law and order oh so blah, then blah. why why so, would i want to watch this from somebody who who watches basic stuff that you like, you hot guys. I know, but you're not selling it well. Hot guys. So what? Why do I care about that? Everyone loves hot guys. Oh, oh God. well, enough with yeah, that, please. Okay. Enough. Everything. Enough. 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 <laughs> so simple. Isn't okay, it? <laughs> enough. Just enough. Okay. I understand you're going to try and sell a show, but you can't do a big giant lead up and then say, "Oh yeah, hot guys." That's why. Like that's what. Like everything comes down to hot guys. Don't get me wrong. I fully understand it. Yeah, facts. Though. Right, facts. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, everybody check your Twitter followers. Elon Musk tweeting last night. Twitter is purging a lot of spam slash uh, scam accounts right now. So you may see your follower count drop. Ooh. I don't, to be honest with you, I don't even know how many Twitter followers I have. Oh, I, I do. do. I forever, yes, no, I don't. Do. No, because Twitter's not like Instagram. I never go to my own page oh, on you, Twitter. You have almost 28,000, Roz. Whoa. Okay. That's a lot. 28,000. 278. Oh, yeah. Look at that. I'm doing all right. Uh, did it drop at all, though, more? No. no. Oh, wait. Yeah, by 100. How do you know by 100? Because it was 18.8. Now it's 18.7. Oh so that's my. easy math. Jesus. You have 18.7 followers? 18.7 thousand. <laughs> <laughs> You're on a run today, Deepa. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, got to get to this. I'm going to play for you the most dramatic trailer for anything of all time. They just released uh, the Harry and Meghan Netflix docuseries. Ooh. And this may be the most heavy-handed, 
like overly dramatic. Like I know we like when you watch the crown and all that stuff and there's, you know, the history and everything. Okay. There's maybe 10 seconds of Harry and Meghan speaking in this trailer. <laughs> total, total. And the rest of it is just like over the bloody top dramatics. We're going to play the whole thing. Okay. So here, listen to this. Why did you want to make this documentary? No one sees what's happening behind closed doors. do everything I could to protect my family. When the stakes are this high, doesn't it make more sense to hear our story from us? <laughs> Come on, theaters. <laughs> right? Holy cow. I actually did get goosebumps, though. That was well done. Uh, there, and there is no, uh, there's no release date. It just says coming soon. Yeah, add to the dramatic. Yeah. Didn't they want to? Didn't, but didn't they want to disappear? Those two? Like, wasn't that the whole deal? Maybe they will. We after don't want to. We don't want to be in the spotlight. We don't want to do all this stuff. Wasn't that their deal? But why disappear when you can make more money well, off I of the story, right? I know, like, I get that. Don't, yeah, I, I get making money, but man, you know, they already seem to be doing pretty well. But anyway, so that is uh, Megan and Harry coming soon. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There's a Bruce Lee biopic in the works from Ang Lee. And oh. Ang Lee's son, Mason Lee, is apparently attached to star uh, in the Lee film. Ang Lee from Brokeback Mountain? Yeah, yeah. And uh, what else did he do? I, um, what else did Ang Lee do? He did something else that was really cool, too. But the guy who wrote Capote and Foxcatcher is apparently doing the script, and those are like two really good movies. Oh. Um, Bruce Lee, of course, died 1973 at the age of 32. You ever seen a Bruce Lee movie, Deepa? Never in Never. my life. No. You ever seen a Bruce Lee movie show? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I used to love my dad. my dad. My dad. Dad was a um, a really big uh, Bruce Lee movie guy. Yeah. I used to, I was small though. You were much smaller. Yeah, 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 I used to watch uh, Fist of Fury. Fist of Fury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Game mm-hmm. of Death was always mine. Uh, oh. Enter the Dragons, the one that you always see repeat. Yeah, over I've over never again. seen one. You've never seen a Bruce Lee movie. But movie? didn't he? I read recently that he died of. No, nah, much- we know we don't know that. That's <laughs> we don't know that at all. Okay. That's like come on. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, has TikTok ever made you do something? You know, like the I bought it on TikTok, maybe buy it, or TikTok made me do it, like all of those things. Mm. Yes. Have you ever? What is it, Maury? I ordered it. It hasn't come in yet. It's a it's a big button that turns on your Christmas tree, and everybody's using. It on TikTok because it looks all fancy. It lights up. It was do 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 switch. Like it's a big like a bomb <laughs> switch, and it and you plug a in your what? tree, and it and it turns oh. on your tree as though it's like a big like like, like it looks like the side of a slot machine. Like yeah. it's a big oversized yeah. switch. Matthew's not going to let you put that in the house. <laughs> well, too late. It's on its way. Uh, so here is a clip from a TikToker talking about how she cleared up her acne using two in one shampoo. Oh. I have been using the Walmart version of Head and Shoulders on my face since I was like in middle school because I had a dermatologist tell me the zinc in dandruff shampoo is incredible for your face. Never had a problem with my skin, always had clear skin, and it wasn't until I stopped that I started getting all of these breakouts on my chin. I started trying to use like the fancy stuff because people were sending it to me for free. Never had worse skin in my entire life. Three days ago, I threw everything away and started using my dandruff shampoo again. Skin is already clear. 
So oh. th- there was a dermatologist yeah. who says yes, they do sometimes recommend anti-dandruff uh, shampoo to treat the uh, to treat skin. Uh, but there are better topical treatments out there. I don't have like a face routine. Is this like, do you ever experiment or do you know just what you know, Deepa? No, I experimented you a do. lot. Yeah, because I had, I have acne issues currently. So I use like two or three different dermatologists prescribed topical creams. Yeah. Um, but would you ever try a head and shoulders, a dandruff shampoo? No, no, you no. You would not. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Why is that though? No, just because like unless it's recommended to me, I don't know what the heck that's going to do to my face because it depends just, on your skin We just heard from a complete stranger on a social media app who recommended it. What more do I you mean, need? Oh, true. You know what? When you put it that <laughs> way, yes, I would like, do it. And I didn't see any. I didn't see any pimples on her face, <laughs> right? She exactly. Looks good. There we Shem, go. Shem, would you ever do this? Absolutely not, man. You would not. No, oh. Messing with this chocolate skin. Oh my <laughs> God, for cocoa God's butter only, baby. Geez. You know? <laughs> That's it. Cocoa butter. And then Water you're and cocoa butter, really? That's it. Now, That's do you leave it. the cocoa butter on or do you wash the cocoa butter off? Well, no, I don't use it as soap. I mean, oh. I, I wash it. <laughs> I, I, I don't use, know. I don't know how to clean a face, man. Oh, I, well, I, don't, I don't know the steps. Listen, I don't know the steps. This allows, you know, it makes me wrinkle free. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because you have no wrinkles. Smile well, for me. Look, let me see that. Okay, but Shem's not old enough to have wrinkles. Let me see that smile. No, smile with your eyes. Big smile. Take your glasses off. See? Oh yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I got you. You smile deeper now. Do you have a filter on your camera right now? No. Are I you don't. sure? I don't. Why would I use a filter? I don't know. Okay, smile with your. Nobody knows. Whenever you ask somebody, smile. Look, nothing changes. Yeah, nothing. Nothing changes. What do you no, mean? no, no, like no. Porcelain skin. It's nothing. Wild. Nothing changes. Hold on. Smile with your eyes. Let me see. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. More. You smile with your eyes now. Oh, one eye just closed. Look, you got stung by a bee. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, DoorDash has released their year-end trends. A uh, couple of the interesting ones as far as how people spent their money across the country. The most expensive order in Canada on DoorDash was $2,761. Whoa. Wow. Was that Drake? No, it was uh, in Quebec. Um, and uh, I think that that was 12 plates of kebabs, meat platters, mm. salads. That sounds like a good meal. Yeah, meat's expensive these yeah. days, you know. And then at number two was uh, every single beauty product, moisturizer, lotion imaginable. Ordered Somebody ordered that in Markham. So that was like probably around $2,000. 32 chicken schnitzels. <laughs> grilled chicken. <laughs> Falafels, that's another huge order. 30 butter chicken orders, 25 Mm. lamb curries, 80 samosas is what somebody ordered in a single order in Vancouver. Wow. 60 Mexican meal platters ordered in Toronto, 40 chicken wings, 40 salads, and 20 pizzas ordered in Toronto. Somebody else ordered 40 bottles of wine, (laughs) 25 packs of beer. That was, of course, in Calgary. Uh, and one of the other orders was uh, uh, 50 orders of pad thai, 50 orders of Thai chicken. Mm. That was ordered in Quebec, too. That's a great order right there. Mm. Uh, the shortest distance somebody ordered from DoorDash to get it from the place where they ordered from to their house was 210 meters. <laughs> I, that's got to be the Sherman's. Right? That's got to be you, Matthew, right, Maury? Absolutely. How far? How far is the, 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 the shortest place I've that ordered you ordered from, from Tim Hortons and I live above it? <laughs> oh, it's, uh, why? Sometimes you just don't want to put your just, Why don't you just go down? Uh, the top 10 most ordered foods in Canada. Uh, rice bowl is on the list. Uh, burritos. Top five. Chicken wings. Mm. Sushi. Poutine. 
fried chicken. Mm. And number one on the list, which is what I order the most, which is burger and fries. I'm shocked that pizza isn't on the list. That's crazy. Because a lot of pizza places have their own apps. Fair enough. Uh, Good point. Good point. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then late night orders. These are the orders that come in after midnight. Poutine, number one. Uh, Poutine is number three. Shem, you want to take a guess? Yeah, I'm going to go pizza, number one. Uh, pizza is not number what? one. No, no, no. Deepa, you want to take a shot at this? Uh, chicken fingers and fries. Oh, I'm going to, uh, okay. So, okay. There's a lot of chicken on the list, right? Okay. So at number 10 is a crispy chicken sandwich. At number five is a chicken burger. At number four are chicken wings. And at number one, chicken nuggets. Oh, okay. That's oh, close enough. Nugs. Yeah, I'm no. going to give that to you. Yeah. And then fries yes. at number two. And yeah, Maury Poutine at uh, number three. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Got to play this trailer for you. Now, it's directed by Elizabeth Banks. It is inspired by the real Whoa, events that Elizabeth hap- Banks from like the Elizabeth Banks? Yeah. Wow. It is inspired by the real events that happened in 1985. I present to you, Cocaine Bear. Oh, Jesus. What is that? Beth, we should go. Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. No, 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 don't eat that, don't eat that. Let's see what kind of effect that has on The bear, it f***ing did cocaine. <laughs> a bear did cocaine. <laughs> there was a bear. A bear? It was Hey, that's inappropriate. Bears can't climb trees. Of course I can! Kind of seems like the thing that stays with a man forever. Apex Predator. <laughs> High on cocaine. <laughs> Out of his mind. <laughs> so, uh, the the story, this story is uh, a bear and there was, I guess somebody was trying to smuggle cocaine and they dropped it out of a plane in a forest and then a bear ate all the cocaine and in this version of the movie, the bear goes on a cocaine-fueled killing spree. Oh my lord. Uh, so, the, the bear is on the search for blood and more cocaine, yes. apparently. Uh, it's one of Ray Liotta's uh, last films. Carrie Russell is in it. O'Shea Jackson Jr. is in it. Uh, and yeah, directed by Elizabeth Banks. Now, now, the real story that happened, because, yes, there was a uh, a whole lot of cocaine dropped into a forest and a bear did wind up eating all of the cocaine. But in real life, they don't think that the bear went on a killing spree and that in real life, the bear just immediately OD'd. Oh, oh yeah, I know. Story. Come right. on, man. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. They found the they found what was left of the bear next to oh. where all the cocaine was dropped. And so that's the real story. They don't know, um, you know, what exactly happened, but they can, you know, make an educated Scientific guess that, uh, that it, did, it did not go on a killing spree. However, I'm very much into seeing Cocaine Bear. Me too. Yes. I cannot wait for this film. Sounds like chaos. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I guess last night was the night that like Mars was one of the closest it's ever been to uh, to oh. Earth. There's a lot of really cool pictures of uh, of Mars out there. I didn't see. I don't have a telescope in the city to see any of this stuff. Um, but the pictures look super cool, man. You have a telescope? I do. Yeah, I have a telescope. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I, you don't strike me as a telescope type of guy. Why? Too tall? 
Too much bending? No. There's a lot of things I won't do in this world because of too much bending, Shem. <laughs> but a telescope is not one of them. Uh, uh, Mars was around uh, 50 million miles away or 80 million kilometers. I know that doesn't sound particularly close, especially if you have to bend over. Um, but, uh, but that is very close for Mars. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.